Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, welcome to the KWATS Podcast. I'm your host, Kashawn Watson, but you know me as K-Watts, and I'm super excited that you decided to join me today. This is the podcast where we chat about the questions we ask God. We share testimonials about healing, wholeness, and forgiveness. It doesn't matter what season of life you may be in or the journey you may be currently walking through. I know that this podcast will bless you. At the end of the episode, if you feel like that this has done exactly what I said, definitely hit that like button, comment, share, don't forget to subscribe again. Welcome to the K-Watts Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to an all new episode of the K-Watts Podcast. I'm your host, Kashawn Watson, but you know me as K-Watts. And this is the place where we chat about the questions we ask God. And I am super excited, super excited. I know you guys hear me say this every single week, but I really am super excited about this week's guest, y'all. So excited. So we have creator, we have author of Arise and Shine. I'm talking about Miss Allison Golden. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so stoked to be here and can't wait for our conversation today. Awesome. Okay. So for people, let's say they are meeting, hearing you for the first time, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Yes. So my name's Allison Golden or Allie or Al, all the different things, just like UK. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And yes, I live in San Diego with my husband, Michael. We have been married almost five years and we are both on staff at our local church that we got to actually help plant um, a little over five years ago, which is super awesome. He is the worship pastor. And then I do all of our communications and um, social media and all that good stuff. And then I'm also a pediatric nurse and an author. So all the fun things. I know it sounds like it's impossible, but I promise I actually have a lot of margin in my life. And the Lord just makes it all work out. <laughs> I mean, okay, one, we have a lot of similarities. Did not know that your husband is a worship pastor. So is mine. So look oh, at those fun. things. I love that. Um, wow, wow, and wow. So clearly, this you have really just dedicated your life to service because... <laughs> I mean, to be in ministry, have a spouse in ministry, but then also be a first responder, I can only imagine. So I love this because I can't wait to dive into the book. And I'm so excited because I know it's available right now. But before we dive into that, I want to learn a little bit more about Allie. Like, where did it start? Did you always want to be a nurse? Was that something like a... 
a passion or just a conviction to serve people in that way that got displaced in your heart at a very young age? Or was there something that led you to be like, you know what, I really feel like this is the career path that God has me wanting to serve in? Yeah, so I, I knew I wanted to be a nurse in, when I was in high school, I'd say probably like my junior, senior year. And I was always like a math and science lover. I just, those are my favorite subjects, which is ironic because here I am now an author and I hated writing in <laughs> high school. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I loved math. I loved science. I loved learning about the human body and just kind of like being like, okay, Lord, like, what are my gifts? Like, what do I want to do when I grow up? And um, nursing was just sounded like I would enjoy it. And also I'd had some like family members with some physical health things when I was in high school and I was in the hospital seeing what the nurses did. And I was like, you know what? Like, I think I would enjoy doing that. Um, And so I went to nursing school and definitely always had a confidence that that's like what the Lord wanted me to be doing. And um yeah, I just never pictured it looking like what it does today. I I'm praise God get to be part time now. So I don't really work that often anymore in the hospital. I mean, I'm still there at least once or twice a week, but um it's looked a lot different than what I expected it to, which is so beautiful because for so long I was like, I'm just a nurse. Like that's all I am. Like just mm-hmm. Allison the nurse, Allie the nurse. Um And the Lord's just been like, that's not how I see you. Like, you're not just a nurse. You're my daughter. And then now I'm asking you to do all these other things also with me. And so it's just, um, it's been beautiful. But something that, yeah, I kind of have known that I wanted to do since I was younger. Wow. I I think it's so interesting that when you when you make the the statement like oh I'm I was just Ali I was just the nurse and when I hear that when I have a lot of close friends that are nurses and mm-hmm. it blows my mind the level of humility that it requires and then when I hear you speak it comes from a place of just like humility of do you know what you do every single day? Do you understand the impact that you are directly impacting people's lives and their families and generations and how powerful that is, the tangible, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I've noticed about nurses is that there is this level of, it's not me doing it. Like, I really am here to serve. I really am here to help. So I just want to say like, wow, wow, and wow of Allie being a nurse. Let's, can we just, can we just stay there? (laughs) You're so kind. Thank you. (laughs) And I can only imagine kind of like what that process looked like for you, you know, going in and being a believer and engaging with people on a regular basis. How did you kind of like start your day? Like, was there, because nurses work long hours. I know you're part-time now, but I know you probably started off working like pretty long hours. So how did you maintain like your your spiritual well-being? Like, what did that routine look like for you? Yeah. So I, I actually do still work 12-hour shifts. It's just like one a week or Got two you. a week. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I worked night shift for a really long time also in the beginning. Okay. So I've been a nurse for like almost five and a half years now. So the first few years I did straight night shift and full time. And so, yeah, I mean, I would have to definitely pray 
Um, often before going into shift, it looked a lot like really caring for my sleep mm. and taking care of myself in my sleep air, like my sleep life. <laughs> right, right. Uh, also just like feeding myself nutritious food, mm. getting outside in the sunshine when I could because, you know, work at nighttime. So when I'm awake, it's dark. Yeah. Uh, and it looked like, yeah, just really being intentional in my time with the Lord, knowing that, you know, I, I was going to burn out if mm. – if I wasn't prioritizing my relationship with the Lord. So, cause mm. we, when we're like fully rooted in the Lord, like burnout, it's really not a thing because the Lord never burns out. Oh. Um, burnout a lot of times comes for people, especially even Christians when like, you know, we're not really prioritizing the Lord in our life and our time with him and feel getting our actual fuel from his word. So yeah. um, mm. that was so important for me and still is, to this day. So, <laughs> so clearly words are golden and clearly you drop bars. So, you know, because you literally <laughs> just hit us with the whole, um, the Lord never burns out and you just kind of like said that so casually, but that was like, wow. When you really think about it in our tired seasons and in, in the times in which we're worrying, God never fails. He's never tired. And I I love that when we just keep our eyes focused on Jesus and who he is, like burnout is not a thing. Like that's mm -hmm. powerful. That's really, really powerful. Um, so I want to transition into you building your platform. Guys, if you are not following her, I need you to go bless your life today and bless your feet. Okay. <laughs> so at words are golden for your life and for your feet today. You're welcome <laughs> in advance. But I'm super curious on when you really kind of were like, you know what, I really feel like I'm 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 supposed to have a platform. I'm supposed to um really create um something like um outside of the tangible relationships that you have, but really starting to encourage people socially on your platform. Was yeah. that something that started off as like, I'm just doing it for an outlet for myself? Or were you kind of coming in knowing like God was telling you to start encouraging people and using your words in this way? It's almost a mixture of both. I had actually just recently, so what started out what I started doing when I created Words Are Golden was I was creating like fun graphics digitally, like with my handwriting. Yeah. And um, I was kind of just like doodling on an iPad, like quotes that mm -hmm. I enjoyed or Bible verses that were speaking to me or things that I felt the Lord speak to me while I was doing my quiet time with him. Mm -hmm. And a friend was like, you should start sharing that on Instagram. Like, I feel like that would be really fun mm -hmm. for you. A cool little mm -hmm. hobby. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing that and then that turned into like I had a little Etsy shop for a little bit and was selling prints and shirts and stickers and just fun things like that. And then that turned into me writing a lot because I was writing all these captions and I started a little blog to encourage women. I started an email list where I sent out, I do, I still have it to this day, Monday morning prayer. And so I send out like a devotional and a prayer every Monday and it just like, I was like, oh, I really enjoy writing. Like, this mm. is awesome. I really enjoy sharing with other people what the Lord's teaching me. I feel like this world really like needs this right now and not doesn't need my words, but just needs more of the, the word. word of the Lord on mm. their Instagram feed, right? Mm -hmm. And that just turned into opportunities to write more. And then the Lord being like, no, you do have a gift of writing and also speaking. And I'm going to open these doors. And so 
it truly just happened very organically. I feel like I never really ever tried to grow my page at all. The Lord just really um, did it on his own. And I I also like always feel funny saying that, but um, it's not something that I was trying to do at all. I thought that I truly would be a nurse and only a nurse my whole life. <laughs> you know, I love I love this. You remind me of my friend, Janessa Waite, and she has a very- We're friends. I'm friends oh, yes. And we, and you guys have a very similar testimony. And when it comes to that wasn't kind of like the intention, but it was your way of stewarding a gift that God had given you. And, and I just, I just love when I hear that because I think that, you know, with social media, people, we can get caught up so much and, you know, use it as a marketing tool, use it for this, use it for yeah. that. Um, but I love when it's kind of like, Hey, that wasn't my intention. God just did what he does. You know, he, he mm-hmm. is fruitful. He multiplied it out of my hands. And I just was stewarding the gift that he gave me. I also love that God is so good how he will highlight certain gifts like him encouraging you and highlighting actually no you do have a gift of writing like this isn't something that just by happen chance you didn't just stumble upon making a cute caption like this is something that I am cultivating in you and I want you to keep stewarding it mm-hmm. um so in transitioning over into, okay, now that you have this platform, talk to us about a rise and shine. Talk to us about like what really got you to be like, God, this is a book. Like this is something that is going beyond, like I can't even imagine to go from, hey, I'm more than a nurse. Hey, I actually have um a huge brand that is encouraging, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of women, you know, across the world to now say, oh my goodness, I'm an author. Talk <laughs> about blowing your mind every single step of the way. Yes, literally. Allie, like literally, <laughs> he's just like, nope, gotcha. Nope, gotcha. <laughs> um, so I'm just curious, like when did that realization come to you to where God mm-hmm. is kind of like, no, I want you to actually steward and write a book. And how did the title come about? Like, I love it, by the way. So tell me all the things. Yeah, what's really cool is that this is where the Lord brought together nursing and writing and himself for me. Um, I started writing this book. Well, the Lord had given me this opportunity to learn what it meant to like form a book proposal and like how to become a published author and all of that back at the end of 2020 and to apply to this class that I wanted to take, I had to have a book idea and I didn't have a book idea and I needed a book idea within a one week. So I said, okay, Lord, if this is actually what you want me to be doing, Mm. like you're going to make it happen. You'll give me a book idea and I'll get in or I won't like, and Mm. that's okay. Like I'm not expecting to be an author right now. I'm not expecting to write a book right now. It seemed so daunting to me anyways. And he gave me the word light and like kind of the idea of like what it means to reflect his light and Mm. all of that. And so I applied with this book idea. I got in, I learned how to form a book proposal. And so then I had this like idea of some type of book centered around what it means to be a reflection of Christ and his light, right? Mm. Fast forward, 
a few months later and at work I had one of the most traumatic shifts that um, I had ever had and it was horrible and hard and really caused me to like really question the Lord like where was your light in that situation mm-hmm. and not even in that situation but where is your light in the world like how do I actually be a light like you call us to in Matthew 5 when I feel like I can't even see it or find it right now and I kind of pulled up poll on my Instagram stories if anyone else is feeling that way. And granted, pretty much everybody feels that way, right? right? And we might not all be feeling that right now, but we've all questioned it some point in our life. Like, where is the light? Mm. Right. And Mm. so, um, I really was just like, okay, I think this is where the Lord's wanting me to write from is from Mm. this point of like, okay, we're called to be the light of the world, but Satan does everything he can to make us forget that the lights already overcome all darkness. And that's what we get to walk in now. That's the confidence that we get to walk in. But Satan just like plants little doubts and little lies and make us feel like the darkness is so overwhelming when in fact, like we actually get to stand confident in the fact that light has already overcome. And I just think one this book is for everyone, but it is mainly directed directed at women. And I feel like a lot of times for us women to our past makes us feel like we're trapped in that darkness from our past. The things that we feel like disqualify us from being used by the Lord to go and be his light everywhere that we go. And so this book really is just, you know, for the woman who is ready to rise up and defeat Satan and say no more. Like I'm a child of light and I get to walk in the light of Christ. And it's not that I'm shining my own light, but I'm letting his light shine through me for all this world to see. And that's what our world like desperately needs right now. Like it's so dark. It's so hard. And granted, we're in this like in between time, right? It's like darkness has been defeated, but yet we're still in a world that does have darkness because Jesus has been resurrected, but he hasn't come in return. And that's when all darkness will 100% officially be gone no more. That's right. And so we have to live in this remembrance of what was done, but also live in this hope of knowing what's to come, being confident Mm. in what's to come. And then we get to live confidently as a light for Christ, knowing that Satan has been defeated. Darkness Mm. has been defeated. Mm. Oh, okay. So you, (laughs) I like you. (laughs) So you're just, you just came just to spit a whole bunch of bars. Okay. So Allie also didn't say she was a rapper y'all, but she definitely gave us a full 16 and I'm just sitting back like, this is like so good. So good. So good. I'm so excited about the book. I'm so excited about what it's going to do. Um, for the kingdom. I'm I'm so excited what it's going to do in women's lives because there is something there are a lot of things that you touched on, but one of the things that I think that we struggle with so often that sometimes we don't even recognize it is how we just carry shame with us in so many different seasons in so many yeah. different situations. Um and sometimes it could be something that starts off so small and I think that when you really, really unpack it and just keep it real simple, that light has already overcome darkness. And when you approach it and look at life like that, that completely gives the enemy no power. Yeah. And yet we find ourselves, it's, 
someone said this statement one time and it literally just, I've been carrying it with me ever since. And they said, like, we know that Jesus died for us on the cross, but so many believers, I think, don't really recognize what happened when he died Mm -hmm. and the freedom that we got when he died. And if we truly believe that we were free because of the blood that shed on Calvary, why don't we live like it? Mm. Like, why don't we live like it? Mm -hmm. And I think the commonality that a lot of people struggle with is believing the lies of the enemy, that our sin is bigger than his grace. And I love the fact that that we have women like you that are being such a good steward and testifying to the mm-hmm. grace of God and the light of God. Um, but I'm curious that when we talk about shame, is there something specific that you see a commonality? Because at this point you do, you are in ministry, right? Um, mm-hmm. And you do have your own ministry, like online ministry as well. So is there a commonality that you've seen just culture wise um, that you see women carrying something specific or just something similar um, mm-hmm. that you just really feel like we need to pray over or we just need to just call it out? Like, is there something specific that you've noticed? Yeah, I believe it's the um, the lie to not share what is causing our shame so like so often like we we personally know the things that are like causing us shame but we're the only ones who know it Mm. and so the enemy has just a full hold on us then like Mm. but as soon as we tell someone literally out loud um we share with someone what we're struggling with in the dark and we bring it into the light like the enemy truly like it loses his power he loses his power over us and so i think that's what women struggle with the most is um not sharing with other women because they're so afraid of being um you know their reputation being thought of as wrong or having like a misconception of themselves um but that's again the enemy lying because wow as soon as someone says like, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Like, Hey, like I've been struggling with pornography. Hey, like I've been drinking too much. Hey, Mm. like I was abused when I was a child. Mm. (laughs) A lot of times the answer is me too, you know, or like, yeah, I'm with you sister. Like that's hard. Like I've struggled with that too before, or like I've been tempted in that way too, or even just like not even saying me too, or just just they want to listen because they're like, oh my gosh, my friend is sharing this powerful mm. thing right now. And like Satan's hold is being broken in this moment. And so it's also being women, creating safe spaces for our friends to feel comfortable in, in sharing their shame with us too. I think that's a common theme too, is we need mm. to be friends and sisters in Christ who um, want to hear the hard and don't need to always try to fix it, but rather just like be a sweet listening ear because that's what Jesus does. You know, he's not like, okay, tell me all these things that you're struggling with because one, he already knows them all. And then he's not like, okay, now you need to do this and do this and do this and do this. He's Mm -hmm. just like sitting there and he's like, wow, thank you for being open with me and I'm here for you, you know? So like, um, yeah, I feel like that's two things that um, I've seen. But wow, you're right on the money. I literally was like, God, you're so good. Um, Because that was the one thing that he had been highlighting um, to me was the power of 
testimonials and the power of mm-hmm. testifying um, and how we have a lot of online preaching and teaching and, but not a lot of kind of like spaces to where we can actually be honest about what we are struggling with, what we are tempted by, what we have been, the harassing thoughts that are going on in our minds that have been plaguing us for, for weeks, for months, for years. Mm -hmm. And can we share that with our sister in Christ? And that's okay. And not be condemned and not feel ashamed. And I think that one of the things that I found even in marriage, and you probably can relate to this, is that there is a safety in the covenant with your your spouse. There is something mm-hmm. there that is so precious and so sacred that um, he is my safe place because God told me that he could be, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we really cultivated very on in our relationship and especially in our marriage is that never be embarrassed to tell the other person how you feel or what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And my husband has always said from the beginning we were dating, he was like, embarrassment is a fleeting emotion. Mm. And I was just kind of like, oh, that's so good. He was like, it is. But but so many people either leave relationships, they leave churches, they leave just standing in that space because of embarrassment, even though that feeling will flee. And when you run from just being able to account or to testify, sometimes you create even more shame and condemnation and, you mm-hmm. know, you, you yeah. just start running from one place to the next. So I just, mm-hmm. I love this so much. Um Talking about light, talking about breakthrough, what specific things are people going to get out of your book? Are they Mm going to get steps to be able, like, maybe this is brand spanking new to them. Maybe they're kind of like, hey, I'm new in my faith, but I really Mm -hmm. do feel called to be a light in the Mm -hmm. dark place. Like, what type of steps are they going to get or what type of takeaways? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like this book is definitely for like a brand new Christian or for a woman who's been a Christian for 50 years. The way that the, I always say the Lord and I wrote it together because truly like the words aren't mine, they're his. And I feel like he was just so kind and like um, making the book come across that way. But what's really cool is, so first I'll say that each chapter actually has practical steps to take after each chapter called like Arise and Shine. And so it'll say like Arise and Shine, it'll say like, Um, three to four like action steps that you can take from what was um, talked about in the chapter before. And so a lot of the different chapters just like hit different things. Like there is one chapter like on shame and what it means to bring into the light the things we want to hide in the dark. There's a chapter called like transforming truth. And so it means like how do we actually like declare God's word over ourselves to help us break the lies of the enemy that we've been believing? Mm-hmm. There's ways, there's a chapter on setting boundaries. So like what we watch, what we consume really does have an effect on us. Like if we're watching shows that are very sexual or just very like alcohol and drug driven, like we will start to desire those things more than if we weren't watching that. And mm-hmm. so there are so many different ways we can set guardrails in our lives with social media, TV, music, all the things that we let ourselves consume because we can't always control everything, right? But we right. do have some control over some things. Um, and so those are just three little chapters, but there's 13 chapters. <laughs> and so 
with the woman who reads this book, I my prayer and my hope is that she will have the light of Christ ignited within herself and then be ignited to go and ignite it in other women. So um, that this book would just truly like light up. Like if you picture like a candlelight service, right? Like your candles lit and then you go and you light someone else's candle and it's just this ripple effect. And so that's my prayer of what this book will do. I love it. I love it so much. Last question. I'm just curious in this season of you being an author, congratulations again, and putting this out here and God just kind of like blowing your mind yet again. What is something that you've learned also being in the new year? Um, is there a word that you're carrying with you? Do you have a word of the year? Do you partake in this trend? Do you not partake in this trend? Um, and if you don't have a word mm -hmm. of the year, is there something new that God is actually having you focus on this year? There's two things. I'd I love to I would love to answer both. And okay. they go together. So I do have a word of the year. Okay. It's called it's glory. Ooh, um okay. And <laughs> I feel like the Lord's just real I I've just been truly every day almost saying like every time I'm on a walk or in my car or just doing dishes or the mundane of life, right? I'm like, show me your glory, Lord. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm like in a moment, like I'm laying in the sun and it's been cloudy all week and then it's sunny and I'm just like laying in the sun, I'm like Thank you for your glory, Lord. So just like mm -hmm. thanking him for like little glories throughout my week has been something that's really special. But it also ties into the fact that um, the Lord's really placed on my heart a hunger to study heaven. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm actually studying Revelation this year on my own, reading wow. a lot of commentaries and books. Wow. And I'm like, okay, how are we to live our lives as Christians if we don't even have like um, an idea of what the Bible actually says heaven will be like. We've just heard it from our family or heard it from the news or heard it from social media. And so like, I want to learn for myself, like, okay, what does the Bible actually say about heaven? What is the hope that I get to actually have? Um, and I eventually hopefully want to share that with women. So mm -hmm. that'll probably be a few years down the road, but I feel like I'm just hungry for his glory. Wow. Wow. Come on. <laughs> this come on I mean I'm one so proud of you I'm I'm proud of just your your humility and your willingness to mm -hmm. share there's something so authentic and transparent just about what you're walking in mm -hmm. and I'm so honored that you um chose to speak with me I'm so honored that I just got to engage with you in this conversation I feel like I've learned so much about what God is doing in his mm. daughters and it's exciting it's mm. exciting to see where we're going and I'm just like that's what <laughs> I get like when you say arise and shine like I feel like it's a call to action that's mm. what I feel mm -hmm. like yeah it is you know mm -hmm. I don't think I don't even as you're going through the when you were talking about the chapters and the breakdown I don't get routine from it. I get caught to action. Like I get that mm -hmm. there will be a fresh revelation that comes mm -hmm. out of each day, each page that will cause us as daughters just to want to rise up and just champion who God is, what he's doing, and just open our mouths and testify to his goodness yeah. and what he's brought us out of. And that is powerful. And mm -hmm. I'm excited, sis. <laughs> I'm excited um, too, girl. <laughs>
<laughs> so tell the people where they can go, order the book, all the things, where to follow you, all that stuff. Yes. So you can follow me at Words Are Golden and you can get the book um, at Target, at Barnes & Noble, online or in store. And then, of course, on Amazon and uh, what else? Walmart. There's a few other places, too. But those are the main ones that we all shop out often. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Allison, just for sharing with us. Guys, go order the book today. It is available. It is available. Go follow her on Instagram. All of the things, like I said, it will bless your feet. Okay, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the KWATS podcast. Until next time, be blessed.